This is a Showbile podcast. Glad you could join us for episode 22 of Bucks on Nucks. We've got something exciting to announce today that has to do with the upcoming hockey season. And we've also got some UFC gambling picks for this weekend's fights. And uh, also some history was made in the MLB. So we've got to talk about that. And then who knows where else we'll end up. But uh, we'll just dive right into it here. And, and to start, uh, we'll see how the fellows are doing. Fellas, how we do it? Wow. A little, a little bit of a parrot there. We'll see how the fellows are doing. Fellas, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of your best alley-oops yet, buddy. Um, I'm doing good, boys. It's my fucking birthday on Sunday. Um, going away. Oh, I get tomorrow off, by the way. This is coming. We're recording this Thursday. I get the Friday off. Um, I'll be around, though. I'll be around for chill night. To, I don't worry, buddy. And then I'm going, going away to visit the girl for the birthday. And then I took Monday, Tuesday. And Friday off. I have some vacation time left over from the summer. Um, so I'll work midweek a couple days and then I get the Thanksgiving Friday off. And then that's uh so two long weekends pretty much in a row. Okay. Uh, you plan. mother you motherfuckers. You guys both have Friday off tomorrow. I might just call in sick just to be off with you guys. I I don't know why. I'm just jealous sitting here knowing Ty's off and then you're off too. It's like I might just call in sick tomorrow and say, fuck it. I'm I'm off too. Even I get it to work on Saturday. But either way, doesn't matter. I want to I want to call in sick just to be part of the boys. Um, Thursday night football, I'm always up late anyways, and then just dragging my knuckles by the time I get to work on Friday. Um, other than that, I'm doing okay. I mean, my fantasy football team always in shambles. I think we were talking about that pre-pod. Me and Ty both, we just had absolutely heartbreaking losses. And uh, I always do this once every – I try to do it every episode. Once every about sixth episode, Ty – how the hell are you doing, buddy? I never we never check in with you. You just toss it to us and then go on to the first topic. Yeah, I mean nothing, uh, nothing too new to report there. Uh, doing good though. Fucking staying busy. I think uh, when it comes to fantasy football, like you said, it was a bit of a heartbreak this past week. But I'll save that for when we get to football because we've got lots to talk about on football today. But yeah, fucking everything's everything's good with me. Looking forward to having the day off there tomorrow, and uh, we'll. Uh, We'll probably be having a couple drinks tonight because we got the day out there tomorrow. But Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we already got one going already. So anyways, um, our first topic today was hockey. So I don't know if you guys want to just dive right into it here. We got some big news to uh, to announce. So kind of can't wait Uh-oh. any longer to get it going. Oh, we lost the young buck. Should we pause, Steve? Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah let's pause. Awesome. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. It, it completely froze up on me. And I'm sitting here just looking. I was like waiting for you to finish your point. And then I was like, Manny's taking a long pause right now. <laughs> I realized it was me and my laptop. I was like, shit, that's all, that's all on me. Sorry, boys. All good. No, no I was just saying with, uh, with the extra day off there, tomorrow I got the drinks going already and uh, looking forward to football tonight. And uh, like you said, uh, with when it comes to fantasy football, there was a bit of a heartbreak last week. So I'm hoping to bounce back this coming week here. And we'll talk a bit more about that when we get into our football topics. But um Speaking of other, like speaking of topics in general, we've got hockey to start today, and I want to get uh, Stewie J to break the big news we got when it comes to hockey here. <laughs> Yo, holy shit! I thought you froze again, DK. <laughs> your, your, your camera froze for a second. I was like, oh, not again, back to back. <laughs> that would have been bad. I would have started. <laughs> I would have started breaking. Like you see the Bills' offensive coordinator that clip him smashing the iPad. That would have been me with my fucking laptop if I froze back to back. Unreal. Um. Yeah, big news. I don't know how how much longer this stuff is going to be exciting news because I'll just say it right now. We're going to do it for every single sport. So just expect it. But yes, Fantasy Hockey League. Bucks on Nucks official Fantasy Hockey League. Everyone has a chance to join. Um, Check. Watch out for the the posts on Instagram and Twitter. We'll post everywhere. uh, Minus TikTok and video formats, I guess. But Instagram and Twitter will be there and just send us a DM on either one. Um, if you're interested in joining, 14 teams is is what we're going for. So get in early so you can ensure yourself a spot. Um, and just to break down, just to break down like the league, because I know every league is different, every league score is different. It's gonna be a head-to-head league. So each week you'll play another person in the league, and you'll probably play at every other team at least once during the regular season. And then about the last three weeks of the season will be playoff weeks and 
that's when it really counts. Um, eight teams out of the 14 will make the playoffs. Um, the bottom six will will be donezo, cut early, go golfing, um, take a trip to fucking cute. What was it? Fucking Cancun. Yeah, head down to but, Mexico and fucking. Yeah, so you, you got three extra weeks in in, in Cancun. All right, if, <laughs> if you're one of the bottom six. Um, and this is how um, your roster is going to look. So you're going to want to draft. This is your starting lineup. It's going to be two centers, two left wingers, two right wingers, four D-men, two goalies, and then you have four bench spots, two IR spots, and an IR plus, which is like um, if a guy's out for like um, last year, it was like COVID-19. They had an IR plus. You can throw a guy off. Um, yeah. I'm Fuck, really looking forward to not having the COVID-19 shit because that was just, that shambled me. The one year was smoking everyone all year and then it came playoff time and I had the like three Canucks players and the whole Canucks team got wiped out from COVID. So hope we don't run into any more of that shit. That was no pain in the, pain in the Hell ass yeah. for sure. Should we be saying COVID on here or is this shit going to get flagged? It's going to be like learn more. We're going to get to learn more about COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bleep it out. I'm just going to put a bunch of bleeps. When, when you hear the, when you hear the bleeps, it's, it's, uh, we're talking about the cough. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the, the cough, cough, you know? Um, so when guys were out with the cough, cough last year, it's called the 19 uh, dude. The 19. Yeah. When you guys were out with the, with the one nines last year, the you, one just, nines. you just put them on IR plus. So that's what that's for. Uh, um, the last then, two years. Not, no, the last two years, man. It's yeah. The last, yeah two. last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Sucked. I guess you're right. This is the first um, year it's actually been normal with hockey there. Like first time for the players to actually see audience in the crowd, like a full house to actually be, you know, traveling all the time into Canada and to the U.S. and all this stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's good to actually see it coming back. I don't know if you said yep. when the draft is there, though, Stu. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. Yeah, I kept um, cotton in. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> My well, I didn't, I didn't say it right away because I forgot. Also, make sure you guys are hopping in on this league. We got 14 people already in a fantasy football league, and I'm assuming a ton of them are going to also join the fantasy hockey league. So make sure if you're listening to this right now and you want to join this league, make sure you're proactive about it. Jump on it as soon as you see the post. Don't wait until the last minute because I can almost guarantee you the spots will be filled. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, T Pain. <laughs> your fucking your shit's glitching a little bit. You sounded oh, like Jesus. fucking T Pain the auto tune there. That's what I turned on the settings pre pod. I just yeah, I turned on the fucking T Pain auto tune. Buddy, you might be like that the whole fucking episode. Fuck. Uh, what was I saying? Draft, draft. Holy yeah. shit, we got to stay on track here. Draft October fifth. That's a Wednesday. Um, seven p.m. Eastern. So, right on. On that Wednesday, that is about Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That is about four days before the season starts. I believe it starts that the Sunday after that. So be ready. All right. Yeah, that's the last like, day to join. If if if, te- if fourteen teams aren't filled by then, that's the last day to join. But you want to get in there before you want to DM us as soon as you hear this shit. Um, yeah. Scoring. I want to mention scoring. Scoring. Um. So, so how it works is every week, like I said, you play one, you play against, it's kind of like fantasy football. You play against another, another manager or another team and you have to win categories. It's not fantasy points. You have to win categories. All right. So here are the categories, goals, assists, points, plus minus penalty minutes, power play points, game winning goals, shots on goal, faceoffs one, hits. And blocks. Goaltender stats are wins, goals against average, save percentage, and shutouts. There you go, lads. Uh, that's a lot of categories. I think it's like 15 or something. Um, and we added like penalty minutes, for example, in there. So that like uh, gives the dudes like Tom Wilson and fucking Brady Kachuk and guys that rack up some penalty minutes. Um, a little bit of a, a little bit of a boost, and it adds a little bit of strategy to your team because now you gotta, um, if you if that's a category you're always lacking in, now you gotta get a little. You might have to pick up a grinder. You know what I mean? I like I like the I like the dynamic it creates as well as like faceoffs. One you wanna, you're gonna wanna have at least one center in there that is just an absolute faceoff hog, um, and then blocks. Um, so you want a well-rounded defenseman. And then goalies, I know some guys, and I'm in another league where they do just 
uh, the, the categories are wins, goals against, saves, and shutouts. I like doing it goals against average and save percentage instead of goals against and saves straight up because um, that means that you don't have to have it's it's just who has the better averages right rather than like you're you if you if you're short like um wins you don't or i mean if you're if you're you don't have to sit a goalie you know what i mean because you don't want to let a goalie letting in more goals and then losing out on that category it's just the averages same with save percentage so yeah that's the scoring you heard the rosters you heard the draft date big one big one yeah, and I think we're kind of going to do it like DK said, like first come, first serve for people trying to join in. So kind of let us know as soon as you hear this if you want in on that. And then also when it comes to all these uh, fantasy leagues and all that, uh, I know Stewie J and us, we put together a list of some sleeper picks for the upcoming hockey season. Uh, Stu, did you want to get into that a bit or did you want to kind of leave the explaining to the article you wrote there? Our guy Stewie J, here's oh, a bit I- of an author if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah check out uh, showbile.com we're gonna start doing putting some like articles up every once in a while um, related to bucks on nuts um so right now it's gonna be only sports unless there's somebody out there that wants to write for free <laughs> that's something else um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh the boys and i put together a list of five well we put together a list of a bunch of potential sleepers and then we agreed on five to share the pod um we'll 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 share a few honorable mentions, but these are like the five main guys that we think you should keep an eye out for um, to draft a little bit earlier, or if they're still around, definitely pick them up in certain rounds. So, number one, uh, we'll, we'll rotate. I'll, I'll say number one. Number one, I think the guy we all agreed on was Tyler Toffoli, the Calgary Flames. Why? It's because. The Flames lost two elite wingers this offseason. You know, you can the argument of whether they got better or worse is a good one. But one thing is for sure, they lost two elite wingers. Some guy's got to fill that that void on, on line one, and somebody's got to fill the void um, on the on the PP one. Tyler Foley, by all accounts, will be that guy. All right, and he's gonna be playing with Huberto and Lindholm. That's pretty well. That's probably the best line that he's ever played on. All right. So I'm, I'm thinking if you are, if you need a winger and you're in that 100 pick 100 to pick 150 zone, if Tyler to still on the board, I think you may have an opportunity to get a steal there. Um, assuming he stays on that line, um, for, for the length of the season. Um, we know about his goal scoring abilities. Um, it could be an easy 30 goal season. He's only done it once. He's always usually in the twenties, but, um, this could be a 30-goal season because I don't think he's had line mates this good. And you know Huberto um, likes to dish it. He's often leads the league in assists. So that might be the perfect storm there. Tyler Toffoli will likely get a huge fantasy boost this season. Yeah, I think he's going to score a lot of goals, score a lot of points. Can't wait to see how that Calgary team looks in general, man. You pick anyone on that team, I think you're getting points because I think they're going to have a great season. Uh, I don't have the list oh, yeah. right in front of me, but I know we had uh, Bowen Byram on that list too, defenseman for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Young guy, hasn't been healthy the last uh, last couple seasons, I think. Like At least last season he wasn't healthy, didn't play a ton, but when he is playing, he's proven he's a, uh, in a, like a very good defenseman, and that team's going to be good again as well. So he's another guy that's on our uh, sleeper picks list there. Yeah, another guy, a defenseman here, is Miro Heiskanen. We love this guy over here at Bucks on Nux. He has had um, an uptick in points in almost every season he's played. He's a good power play threat. He's had 11 power play points on the season in his last two seasons. He had five goals, 31 apples for 36 points last year, 11 of those coming on the power play. I do believe that even though John Klingberg re-signed it back there in Dallas, I do think... Oh, he did. I thought he. I thought he went one year back in Dallas. That's my fault. I still think even if he did, Heiskanen is going to jump into that number one power play points and or number one power play spot on the point. And now that I know that Klingberg didn't resign in Dallas, it is a lock. This guy was getting eleven power play points a a season, mainly playing power play number two behind John Klingberg. This guy is in line for a big uptick in point production. And if you're playing in not a category league and just a fantasy point league, and they value power play points like they should. Heiskanen could be a top 10 fantasy defenseman this year. You heard it here first. Yeah. 
Um, did it? Did I mention? I don't know why, but I feel like I glazed over power play points and game winning goals as stats in our league or as categories. Oh, perfect. Did I perfect. say that? Yeah, Maybe I think I, so. I think yeah. it might, no, I heard it that. Yeah, been what, that... It might have been my fucking stuff glitching and my stuff. So I'm having a hell of a time in terms of fucking technicals today. Oh, no, yeah, you yeah. did say that, Stu. When you said power play points there, I was just thinking about Josh Norris there. That's all I was thinking. Right in, right in the uh, Josh Norris's office ripping those 1Ds. That's all I could picture. Right yeah. But you did mention um, it for sure. I'm also giving the cosign on fucking Miro Haskinen. He's a fucking... I picked him up last year thinking he was going to have a bit of a breakout season. Um, he kind of, like, he does get his points, like DK was saying, but really him not being uh, the first power play guy um, in Dallas was kind of kind of held him back a little bit because he gets minutes. Um, he'll get you his blocks and, and like, a, a, an okay number of hits um, because he, he just logs so many minutes, right? But but he just wasn't playing on the top power play unit and, and Dallas struggled to score even strength last year. Um, and then they had one of the better power plays in the league. So, um, Haskinen, people are calling for him to jump into that number one spot. He does this year with the departure of Klingberg. Um, and he moves right into that top power play unit and it was a good one last year. Hopefully it's even better with Haskinen. Um, I think he sees a big uptick in points and he's also, also, really young, so you probably he'll probably see like an, a, a development, like some extra development out of him, regardless. Even yep. if he wasn't on that PP one, but now he's on that PP one, you expect development from a guy that young, and he's just one of the more. I think he's a top ten defenseman in the league. In all honesty, I think he's like one of the more underrated players in the league because he's so good in his own end too. Um, he's a great two way defenseman, and you're gonna really see him shine. That's why they locked him up for so much money there. Think he's making yep. in the eights, and I think he's and like we said, these are sleepers. We think these are guys that people are going to kind of pass on for a while. And this is a guy, like you said, with Toffoli. I think this guy slips maybe into the fourth, fifth, seventh, all yeah. the way down to the seventh round, something around there. And he could be a top seven fantasy hockey defenseman this season for sure. I think, I think like Yahoo and Arlie, like they almost got him. like. I want to say they had him at like 160, which means 14 teams, that's going to be like 10th round. Yeah, yeah. So Who's I don't that? really want to steal that late. Heiskanen or Tafoli? Heiskanen. Heiskanen. So I, and I fucking, I hate doing this because I know some of the people listening are going to be in the league. So these are our sleepers we're giving away. But yeah, the yeah. same. This, this is just for, for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dibs on Heiskanen if one of the listeners don't take him, boys. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Next. I'm taking him first round. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm definitely endorsing Vincent Trocek as a sleeper. I think Yahoo actually has him rated pretty highly. And the reason is, is because he gets a lot of hits. He's a, he, we, we've known Trocek's been a fucking good, a good scoring uh, centerman um, for his career so far. But he also puts together a lot of fucking, or he put, he's a pretty aggressive player. So he had like, a, I think he had like 160 hits. It's more than guys like even like Matthew Kachuk. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That counts in hits leagues. If you don't have a hits league, he's still going to put up points. And here's where your value comes from. He's moving to a new team. He's in New York. You know, New York's going to be a wagon. You know, New York's my second favorite team behind the Leafs. I'm a New York <laughs> Rangers fan. And he's going to be centering that Panarin line. So they got kind of like a 1A, 1B situation going on. Yep. And New York, he's centering that Panarin line, and he'll uh, more than likely be in the PP1 there in New York as well. And they're a high-octane team, dude, so I think he might have the best season of his career. He already had fantasy value from the past few years. Like um, He's usually picked up on someone's roster um, every year. So that's not a guy that's going to be sticking around um, as long as the others. Um, but if he's there around like the the... If he's there around like the 75-100 mark, I'd say worth taking a flyer, especially if you're in a hits league. Well, and on top of it, people aren't people are gonna sleep on him because they're already Panarin's gonna go before him, Kreider's gonna go before him, Adam Fox is gonna go before him, Shesterkin's gonna go before him. He might be the fifth or sixth New York Ranger drafted. This is a guy like Stewie saying. He had 21 goals, 30 apples, 51 points, and 78 pims. Last season, he played 81 games. Like Stu said, he's going to be on that uh, Panarin line. And as of right now, according to Daily Faceoff, he is slated to be the number one center on this power play. And tell me how gross this power play sounds. Vincent Trocek at center, Chris Kreider on the left, 
Panarin on the right, Zabinajad at the point, Fox at the point. That yeah. just screams, you put his big ass in front, and he's at the very least getting bang-ins, tip-ins. He's going to send it out to the corners, out to the point. He's going to get secondary assists on the power play. I think I, just like Stu co-signed the first one, I all day co-sign on Vincent Trocek. Hell how about, yeah. Uh, how about uh, our fifth guy there, our boy Boone Jenner? What do you think about uh, him being a sleeper pick? I know DK kind of had a bit of a... Uh, Bit of a disagreement on this one, so I'll ask you about that, DK. But the reason I got uh, Jenner in here is because he's going to be playing with guys like Line 8 and Goudreau now, which is like some caliber players that uh, he hasn't played with on a line before, on a power play before. I think he's going to be lighting it up this year. And he does it all. You know, Oshawa General's legend over here. Guy's going to be throwing (laughs) hits. Guy's going to be tipping pucks in. He's going to be getting uh, secondary assists. He's going to be doing it all, man. I can't wait to see what he does this year. And I think he goes pretty late in the draft, too. Like, you might get him. Uh, a lot later than a guy like, I think, Toffoli. They probably got him ranked up higher than uh, some of these other picks that we've said here, like Byram and uh, Heiskin and Trocek and that. So I think uh, he's definitely a sleeper. Uh, DK, though, you had a bit of a – you were kind of on the fence about that one. Maybe we can get your so, thoughts on that. I completely agree with you. He's playing with Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Line. He is going to pigeon a couple – of points, but Boone Jenner in his whole career and the whole time I've been playing fantasy hockey, which is a long time, has been someone that in my leagues we like to call a whore. Everyone <laughs> grabs him at one point, everybody has yeah, him on their squad, yeah. <laughs> everyone puts him in their starting lineup, and then he gets dropped back to the free agent pool. That's a guy to me when he's been around for so long. The other guys that we're talking, it's new faces in new places, younger guys looking to prove themselves this and that. So that was my only thing on Boone Jenner, but you're right. He had 44 points in 59 games last season. And that's without Johnny Goudreau on one of his wings. He plays the penalty kill. He plays the power play. Like you said, Boone Jenner at one point was my favorite player in the OHL. He was an unbelievable Oshawa Generals legend. I don't, I can't hate on Boone Jenner. I just know him as a, what we would call a whore in fantasy hockey. Everybody rides him, and then they put him back to the fucking streets. <laughs> Let me ask you this then, DK. Uh, who would you slot in instead of uh, Jenner then? Because we got a few honorable mansions, and you had some thoughts that uh, didn't didn't make our top five list here, and I had a few that didn't make it, so maybe we can go through kind of the honorable mansions. And DK, if you had to pick one of those honorable mansions to slot him in where Jenner was, who would it be? Michael Bunting. All day long. Michael Bunting, and this could be a homer take, but also I think people around the league are like, no, yeah, that makes sense. Because Michael Bunting put up 20-plus goals and 50-plus points last year as a rookie. Like He was a 26-year-old that had just shot, like flown around the AHL. But he's on a line with Marner and Matthews. And he was even getting power play one time last year, which is absurd. But he was. He was at least out there on power play two. But I think even with this John Tavares injury, I think he's going to be rolling out there on power play one because you're going to put you're going to have to have some type of skill on power play two. This guy's an agitator. He gets penalty minutes. He's not afraid to throw his body around in the corners. And I don't think it's outlandish to say this guy could have 30 goals, 30 apples, 60 points. And I know Michael Bunting is also one of those fantasy whores too. that like last year people were picking him up. I think a couple guys maybe grabbed him halfway through the season we're like I'm keeping him but he's one of those guys that like he's on the same same thing as Boone Jenner where you're talking about his line mates Michael Bunting may have two of the best line mates in the league that's a very it's a strong endorsement for Michael Bunting and uh <laughs> I, I think Michael Bunting like he'll probably go top 100 in most leagues like people know what he's about and that's kind of why um he wasn't on my top five but I know DK doesn't necessarily give the cosign to Jenner um, likes bunting as a sleeper, thinks bunting has more, uh, more, more, <laughs> more upside than his like uh, average draft position or his projected draft position. Um, but we ended up including or, or including Jenner over bunting, um, which but, I was okay with. I was okay with. I was completely fine with. I'm highlighting three young guys, or they're all young guns. They're all going into their second or third year, and these are guys that you may not want to draft, but if they don't get picked up in the draft. Definitely hit a little favorite or a little star. Put them on your watch list if they're a free agents because these are guys that could have breakout seasons out of nowhere. And if you're if you're in a bad rut or if you got a little bit of a dud on your team, you know what happens every year. Everyone's got some players not performing. Um, and you're looking to drop for someone, check if these guys are hot. You know what I mean? Um, number one, I think 
there's a lot of people high on this guy this year is Alexi Lafreniere. Um, him and his line had a good playoff season. He's, I mean, number one overall pick. Like uh, eventually, people are expecting him or hoping Rangers fans, especially hoping that he uh, he turns into a star. So um, we saw Jack Hughes kind of break out last year. Um, he was a guy that people were like calling or or, or questioning if he's going to be a bust or not. All of a sudden, he breaks out, puts up a ninety-four point pace or whatever. Um, Lafreniere, not saying he'll do that, but he's also going into his third year. Um, we'll see what he does, right? So keep put him on your watch list. Is all I'm saying. Number two, um, Quinton Byfield um, didn't have a great rookie showing in LA, but um, if you've seen this guy play uh, when he was in the Yo, he's just so big and he dominated. He was the best player on the ice every time he stepped on it. Um, now he's in the NHL. People kind of match up to his size a little bit better, but um, it takes a couple years uh, or a year or two for a guy to get up to that speed and up to that uh, up to or used to the strength around him. But we know he's a pretty electric player, and eventually he's going to figure it out. Might be this year. Put him on your watch list. And third, um, I wanted to mention Phil Tomasino. So this is a guy. Not a lot of eyes on him. Not a lot of guys know about him because he's over in Nashville, but. He, in Niagara, I watched him every, every home game. So I'm playing Niagara, and he was a dog. He's an absolute demon. He's the best player on the team. We had a good team for the first half of the season before they blew it up at the deadline. He was the best player on that team. And now, in his rookie season, when the COVID year was on, only the AHL was playing. Remember that? And he put up, this is his first year playing pro. He put up 32 points or something in like 20-something games, something like that. He was over a point per game in his first showing in the in the AHL playing pro. That's pretty good. Goes to the makes the Preds. Um, his first full NHL season makes the Preds team as a rookie last year, and I think he put up something like twenty something, thirty something points. But he was getting limited minutes. He'd get nine to eleven to twelve minutes a night. Um, we're looking for a minutes boost. If he gets a minutes boost and he gets paired with some good line mates, that's a guy that's. Pretty responsible in his own end, but very, very dynamic on offense. He's fast, got great hands, could put up some points for you. If you're looking for hits or you're looking for blocks, maybe not a guy to go for. But if you need points, you need some assists, maybe even some goals, definitely give him a look. Keep him on your watch list because that guy's a dynamic scorer. And I can, I'm putting the guaranteed, I'm putting the Stewie stamp, the guaranteed stamp that in. <laughs> At some point, everybody's going to know who Phil Tomasino is. He's going to be a stud in this league for a very long time. Sick player. Um, let's see what he does next year. Put him on your watch list to be safe. Hey. You want to be the first. You want to be the first guy reaching in that barrel of apples if he does break out. There's like he just reminds me like um, last year I picked up Matt Boldy for example. That was a guy like um, not not quite the same same situation, but that was a guy who came up from the AHL and immediately started fucking buzzing. Um, so we're looking for guys like that. Put them on your watch list early so you can be the first one to grab them up because Matt Boldy, um, once he got called up, was was an electric fantasy player. Hey, if you're going to mention Byfield and Lafreniere, you got to mention Timmy Stutzel too. I don't know if he's really technically a sleeper because you know he can produce, but he's That's definitely true, a guy. That's true, actually. If you can get on your team, I mean, he's going to have a great season this year. I, I really believe that, especially with the guys he's playing with, Giroux and Debrinket. Like, he's bound to light up points. I don't think he goes like, especially in like deeper leagues. He's not going to go through the draft unpicked. But uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Phil, Phil and and Byfield probably will, and Lafreniere also might. Oh, another guy. I was going to say Alex Newhook just as well. That's another guy. Fucking another young gun um, that could see with the departure of Kadri in Colorado. We'll probably see extra time, maybe some power play time. We know Newhook's a good player. It was kind of the same, like a uh, graduating class out of uh, of Canadian boys as Tomasino. So watch I'm out kind of on too. the fence about this other guy I'm going to mention here too is uh, Jack Eichel. I think he might have a bounce back season or he might be an absolute dog shit pick, but it's going to be one <laughs> or the other. Like he's either going to, you get him on your team, he's either going to be a stud out there playing in Vegas and like have a, a great comeback year. Or it's going to be the same old shit where he disappoints everyone. So that's a guy to kind of keep on the radar, I think, at least. Like, keep uh, on the radar early on. rounds, though. The only the, the reason he wasn't included yeah. in this in this thing is because he's definitely going to be like a top thirty pick. Um, yeah, I think so. so yeah. 
So they were, we were looking at guys that you could probably snag up later and then even guys to keep on your watch list down. But yes, Jack Eichel, if he falls around, what do you guys think? Like if, if he's in around that like 30 mark, if he's still there, definitely. 50, like, so definitely oh yeah, gonna, he's definitely, he's definitely worth see, a third round pick. I would say like a late easy, second, easy, easy. early third. Like I would, I would love um, Jack Eichel being there. Also, I'm going to name one more guy and that is uh, Andrew Mangiapani. I believe this guy is going to end up jumping up and playing on the second line. He had a lot of people sleep on Andrew Mangiapane's season last year. He This guy had 35 jeans and 20 apples for 55 points last year. He had 35 tucks, and this guy was playing on like the third line. He's due for an uptick in production. He's due for an uptick in, in minutes and power play and whatever else. I really like Andrew Mangiapane as a sleeper, and he's going to go late, late, because people just don't care that this guy scored 35 in the league last year. They don't care. Yeah, he was one of the best fantasy players in in like the first yeah. uh, in the first few weeks of the season. He kind of sl- slowed down after that, but he's leading the league in goals, I'm pretty sure at one point. Yeah, he was like at the halfway ago. point, he was he was right up there and on top of it, Lindholm's going to center line 1, Kadri's going to center line 2. I'm assuming Mangiapane maybe end up being on a line with Nazem Kadri. He's only it's he's got a better centerman than he did last season. I yeah. like Mangiapane as I my think- last sleeper. Yeah, I think he definitely has fantasy fantasy value. I don't. I, I think that's another guy that doesn't make it out of the draft. Like he's gonna definitely get picked up by somebody for yep. for a pick. And um, but neither that, he, he goes could, later than Heiskanen. He goes way later than Heiskanen. Probably, yeah. He, but that's yeah. a guy that might even. Actually, I don't know if he goes later than Heiskanen. To be honest, you think so? I'll see I what. I'll do see what. Yeah, point getting defenseman seems like it's more valuable to me than a than a second line winger but at the same point like i said mangiapani had quietly a 35 goal season last year and it's just it was quietly so Man- weird mangiapani in our in our league is uh his projected rank is is 114 yep um that's actually pretty good so people i think that people are kind of onto him haskinens is 178 so what Haskin, was buntings bunting let me see bunting bunting but this is like this is adp they get yeah, yeah. Well, projected ranks, and that's how they sort the the draft positions, ADB, like the, the yep. auto, right? Uh, I feel like Toffoli might go. Bunting a bit is a hundred. Like, Bunting is one hundred in that top top one hundred. Toffoli, yeah. No, Toffoli's one hundred and eighty-eight. Why lower yeah, than Haskinen? To recap our our five main guys there that that was Bowen Byram, Boone Jenner, Tyler Toffoli, Vincent Trocheck, and Miro Heiskinen. Correct. Yeah. Okay, I just want to get that back there because we said a lot of shit in between each player. So just yeah. <laughs> those are the five main ones. And then we had our honorable mentions in there. And uh, yeah, hopefully. And our free know, agent guys... watchers. Keep an eye yeah. on them. Our young yeah. studs to look out for. I want to say that just on the Mangiapani front, he could be the guy that slots in over to Foley. You know what I'm saying? I think to Foley yep. likely starts the year out on that one, line one. Uh, Mangiapani could get flipped or flipped out or flipped. Like I'm pretty sure he's a left winger, right? He gets... You'd have to yep. flip sides, kind of. Um, but that's a guy that could end up on that first line, too. So, like like we said, so whoever's on that first line you want to have on your fantasy team, most likely, because he's probably better than at least one of your wingers. So, yep. it could be. We're, we think it's going to be Toffoli. Uh, Mangiapane, even if it's Toffoli, Mangiapane still has good fantasy value. But it, Mangiapane might also be the guy in line one, which makes him even more fun fantasy value. And I'll say that... Mangiapani has more fantasy value on, on line two than Toffoli does on line two. If- I completely agree. Completely agree. All right. That's all, all I right. have to say. Well, last thing on hockey here, uh, DK had something for us. DK, you want to let us know what that is? So I got an over-unders game. You know I love fucking playing games on this show and getting everyone's take and just putting them on the spot. I don't tell these guys what's going on beforehand i just say hey i got a game let's play it and they're like okay let's see what happens so i got five names i was gonna put a six name i will say this we're not gonna do it my six name was gonna be yuri slavkovsky over under 15 goals in the show this year but i'm reading all these articles pregame and they're saying they're not even sure if he's gonna make the team so i left i left him off the list i left him off the list they're talking about sending him back um to whatever league he was playing in or send him to the a so i don't want to put him in here so i'm gonna start with my first guy Evander Kane, over under, thirty five goals. You hammer in the over, you hammer in the under. Stewie, I'll start with you. You go first. 
over all day long. I'm hammering. If that's a line somewhere, I'm putting my life savings on it, buddy. Um, <laughs> he he was on my fa- he was on 40 goal pace last year, coming back yep. from not playing hockey and God knows how long. Um, and very inconsistently, I'll say over the two years prior to that too. So that's a guy I picked up as soon as I heard the the inkling that he might even he took up a fucking bench spot for me and it was so worth it. I ended up winning my league. Had to mention that. Had to remind everyone. Ty, see you there, buddy. <laughs> Won that shit. Um, and he he was a league winner. He was an absolute league winner. Um, and playing with McDavid, I think there's no chance he gets less than thirty five. I love it. Ty, uh, I think you know twenty of them will probably be empty netters, but <laughs> I'm saying over as well. <laughs> I'll say over, but not not a ton over. I don't think he's getting fifty. Like I think one time we were talking about, he might make fifty. I don't think he's getting fifty, but I think he's you know between thirty five and forty five goals, maybe. Yeah, I think I'll he's a top over, ten yeah. player in our fantasy draft. I think yeah. he's supposed I, yeah, to go top ten. I think 10. so too. I think so too because he brings everything to the table. He hits. He gets pims. He scores. His draft he's rank get is ten apples. for us boys. Ten. Yeah. Wow. He's gonna yeah, go I, don't, early. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't draft him that high personally just because you yeah. never know with him. He's but over Kucherov and shit. I would draft Kucherov over him for yep. sure, but he'd probably fall if he fall in, in Makar or Huberdo. If, if I was late second round, early third round, I'd be taking Evander Kane. But yeah, I don't think I'd be wasting my first round pick on him. I don't think. Yeah. Second, though, I'm definitely, I would do it. Yeah. So then, so I'm just going to give my take quick here. I agree. I'm going over 35 goals. He's never done that in his career. He's never scored more than 35, but he's also never played a full season with Connor McDavid. And even if he gets demoted a line, he's playing with Leon Draisaitl. So it's not like it's a bad thing. He's going to be on that first power play. He had 35 combined goals between the regular season and playoffs uh, last year. Remember, he potted 13 in the playoffs. So I'm going, all three of us agree, over 35 goals on Evander Kane. By the way, I set these lines. Vegas didn't set these lines, so they may be atrocious. I got Jonathan Huberto over under 95 points. Ty? Take it away. I'm saying over, man. You saw what those guys did, like Goudreau and all those players in Calgary last year. Like, what, three of them got over 100 points? And I think their team's even better than it was last year. So I'm saying uh, over, you said 95, definitely over 95. 95, yep. Yeah. I think he gets over 100. Um, wow. Yeah, I also, I would agree with that. When was the last time he was under, like, 100 for a full season? Uh, 2020, 2021, he played uh 50 that actually last season was his first 100 point season was it and he had 115 yeah oh, he had, i was gonna say he's always up there and, and it's a high scoring league now um uh, since last year um yeah over hammering that over too so i'm gonna go under and i know this sounds crazy but i just don't know if he's got another 115 point performance. He had 92 in 18, 19 he, in 82 games. He had 78 in 69 games in 19, 20. He had 61 in 55 in 22, 21. And then of course the 115 points last year. I don't know if he has the scores on his team this year to get him the 85 assists that he had last year, because that's how many assists this man had 30 goals, 85 assists, 115 points. I'm going to go under 95 but I would go over 90. I just don't think he gets to that 96, 97, 100 point plateau because I do think Calgary is so good that the scoring is going to be kind of spread around a little bit. But I don't, I'm not going to knock anybody for saying over 95 because it's going to be damn close. I'm just going to go under the number on Jonathan Huberto. My next guy, a guy who just departed this team, Johnny Hockey. Johnny Goudreau, over-under, and you guys might laugh at this line, but I'll, I'll say why after. Over-under, 80 points. And I'm going to go first on this one, and I'm taking the under 80 wow. points. And I know that's a shocker to some people. It's, it's not, people are not going to like that I'm going under the number of 80 points on Johnny Goudreau. He had 115 last season. He had 99 in uh, 18 and 19, and he had 84 in 17 and, and 18. Other than that, this guy hasn't reached over 80 points very often at all. Like I said, he had 84 in, in 17, 18, 99. Other than that, he had 58 points in 70 games in 1920 and 49 points in 56 games in 2020, 2021. Other than last season, he had a good two, three-year stretch where he was not on pace to break 80 points and be a point-per-game player, and I just don't think he goes to Columbus and is a point-per-game player, so I'm going to go under the number of 80. Stewie, take it away. I'm going over. 
Um, I agree that he'll probably see a little dip, but he's playing with line A, man. And I, and I know you hate Boone Jenner clearly, but fucking, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think he, he definitely, I don't think he breaks a hundred again. I'll say that, but I think he'll probably, I don't know. I would also almost put almost all my life savings on him breaking 80. Actually, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I so see. That's basically I see, saying he's a point per game player. Yeah, I see your argument. Because yeah. um, Line also, is so streaky, dude. He's not this consistent point getter. Like Line a will be go like ten games with 40, one goal. Who still, Line? A? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. I I agree with that, but I don't think Goudreau would score for, if if Line a scored forty and Jenner scored ten. Is is Goudreau going to snipe thirty? I think Jenner will score more than ten as well. I, he probably will, but you get what I'm saying. He's like, I don't think Goudreau's that, like he had 40 Genos last year and then he had 19, 18, 24, 18. Like he hasn't, he, he hasn't been this perennial goal scorer. And I think a lot of his apples are going to leave without Elias Lindholm and Matthew Kachuk on his line. I like it. Either way, that's, that's just my take. All right. Um, I'm saying like over. The, yeah. Yeah, I think he's got a lot to prove there after making all that drama in Calgary and stuff. He's got to uh, go out there and show that uh, he made the right decision kind of thing. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's going to go out there and prove it. And he's still playing with elite guys in uh, Patrick Line And I think Boone Jenner, like we said, he's a sleeper. He's a guy that's going to help him get to that over 85 points mark for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll, I'll keep moving on. I've set these lines and they're obviously just fucking out to lunch some of these goddamn lines right now. Um. Okay, now we're on to our favorite teams. This is where I felt like the debate might get a little bit heated. I got Matt Murray over under 30 wins on the season. 30. Keep in mind, Jack Campbell last year had 31 and Peter Mrazek. Yes, Peter Mrazek had 12. So Matt Murray over under 30 wins. Ty, you start with this one. I mean, this is if he's healthy, right? Because guy has mad concussion we're just, problems. We're just assuming. Yeah, we're just assuming health. We're assuming everybody yeah. plays 82 games or whatever, 80 games or whatever they're going to play. If he's number one, then uh, over 30 for sure. But uh, I guess it depends on how that tandem works, who they end up slotting into that number one spot. If Murray's their number one guy, then uh, definitely over 30. I think the Leafs have still got that same team that they've had the last few years, which in the regular season, they do great. All comes crumbling down round one. We see how it goes, but I mean, <laughs> Matt Murray in Just there, I think it. <laughs> I think he gets uh, over 30 wins though. Yeah. If he's, if he's number ropes. one, if not, then uh, not too sure. Not too sure. Um, I would say, I'm going to say under just because I, I like the fucking, uh, I like the idea of Samsonov becoming the starter. Me too, dude. I'm right with Stu. I have that written on my paper of I would say under thirty, uh, under thirty wins because I do think Samsonov is going to kind of run away with this job eventually. I think Man. he's going to be more fundamentally sound. Although Murray looked good in the preseason game last night, but it's preseason. Who the hell cares about the preseason? Uh, Man, Murray, though, go- you, you can't count him out. I think. Like I think I said like a while back on the pod, like when the Leafs were looking to get him, like this guy, even coming into Ottawa, I was super stoked about him. He's supposed to be our number one guy. We thought that was like the guy we needed. It didn't work out, but I think eventually, you know, as long as he stays healthy, he could get back on track. Like I think, you know, he could even be a decent fantasy goalie if uh, if he stays healthy, kind of thing. Would he? He's got the ability to even get shelled a few nights, right? Like let in three, four, and the Leafs are going to score. Oh, I've five seen him let in because they have I've that good it. offense, right? I've seen him let in fucking seven before, man. Like he, oh, I know. he's hit or miss. <laughs> I know. He's hot and cold. So I really don't know what to expect from him this year, but we've seen what he did in his rookie season. Like he has a lot of potential. It's just like what happened, right? He, he had a huge downfall. It's a matter of him having a, he went to fucking Ottawa is what happened. You say no, he didn't it's, have a great it's like Eichel, right? for a couple like, of years. Well, well that's, the team he was in front of him in Ottawa too, was not like a solid team. Like last few years, the Sands have been in rebuild mode the whole time Murray's been there. So it's like, he's not playing with a solid core of defense. He wasn't playing with great offense. If he was still in Ottawa this year, it might've been a different story because the team looks yep. a lot different this year, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does on a good team again. Cause you saw how he did in, in Pittsburgh there when he was on a team with Crosby and Malkin and that, now you got Matthews Marner, like the puck should be in the other end, hopefully more. So he's yep. not letting seven in his own end kind of thing. So I, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see how that goes down. I think I think uh, Ty, you said hit or miss, and I think that's a good way to describe the Leafs' total like goal sent goaltending situation going into this season. Like, yep. Yep. Um, it could end up being like one of the best goalie tandems in, in in hockey. It could also be an absolute fucking shit show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody really knows 
Um, you just kind of hope for the best, but I think, uh, uh, looking like, uh, the prospective future, I think, uh, I like Samsonov as a goalie. Um, I liked his upside as a young guy coming up and I think he still has it in him. And I think he's more likely to end the season as a starter. Um, they, but both could be absolute fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Like not, neither of them had good seasons last year, the year before, I think. Right. Or I last year at the very least. Um, so they're both kind of hoping for bounce backs in Toronto. Yeah. And that'll, that'll not- be healthy. The competition, healthy competition for that number one spot won't, won't be a bad thing. Uh, no, yeah, it'll be, it should be, it should be a good thing. And it should be like, uh, it's going to be a tandem no matter, no matter what. So it shouldn't really matter who's, who's getting the majority of the wins. They both should get a decent amount of wins. The 30 mark I thought was perfect. Cause like I said, Campbell had 31 last year. Um, this guy, Matt Murray was 108 and 51. 108 wins to 51 losses from 2016 to the 2020 season in Pittsburgh. And he's playing in front of a very good team like he was in Pittsburgh. He has a chance to go off and be very good. But also, I'm with Stu where I, I not only do I think it, but I would love if Samsonov was better. <laughs> Samsonov was better than Murray this year, so I can yeah. cheer for him. And my last guy, kind of a weird point total. Everything else has been 70, 65 here, and here it is. Jimmy Stu over under 60. Eight points. I'm gonna start Over. with this one. Over. Who would have thought? Eh? Fucking hell. <laughs> he had 58 points in 79 games played last season. He had 29 points in 53 games in his rookie season, and he just signed a big contract. He's gonna be playing with Giroux and Debrinket. 68's a weird number to get 10 more points than last season. Um, Why'd you say sixty-eight, not, not sixty-nine? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna go. I was gonna go seventy, but then I honestly thought that that would be right in the like, middle. Sixty-nine, perfect. Sixty. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. I should have went sixty-nine, but sixty-eight points. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the under, but it's going to be damn close. Like You're- I think he's. I'm going under sixty. I'm going under sixty-eight. I'm going over sixty. Here, I'm here, doing the same thing here. Here comes an argument, eh? No, I just I just think it's going to be close. I just think it's I just think it's going to be tough for him to get more points. I know the Senators are going to be better. I know he's playing with better players, but I don't know how much Giroux has left in the tank where he's going to be this unbelievable facilitator for Jimmy Stew and Alex DeBrinket. I think 68's a tough number. If I could bet the push, I would. I think he's going to end up with about 68 points this season. Yes, I think I was going to say, I think that 68 is probably the most accurate. Like if, if I was making the lines, that's probably right around where I would put it. I think that's their best one yet. Your closest one yet. Um, so that's why fucking, I don't know really what to say, but if I had to put fucking money on it, I'd probably say over. Yep. Ah, we're all set then. But I think it's, I think <laughs> it's right around there though. I think he's in the seventies, um, somewhere. Like, he might get fucking 69. That'd be sick. Yeah, he's going to be right around it. <laughs> then, he, then, he's worth, could... then he's worth the contract, eh? He gets yeah. 100%. <laughs> for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's my five guys for our over-under game. I always love doing that shit with the boys because it always brings up some type of argument or discussion or whatever you want to call it. I love doing that shit. Right now, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to add those into future episodes as well. I like doing that, too. And uh, we'll move on now to our next topic, which is uh, the UFC. And um, I don't really know what's going on with this weekend's UFC event. At first, Mackenzie Dern came out there and said uh, Mark Zuckerberg bought out the whole event. And she didn't know if it was going to be just him there viewing or if he's got a whole party rented out to do that. And then not too long after that, Dana White denied though what she said. And then that just left me completely confused what's going on. So I don't know what it's going to look like in that arena. But uh, I'm looking forward to the fights. We didn't have fights last weekend, so I feel like I'm having withdrawals over here from the UFC. Can't wait to to watch them again, put some money down, and um, we'll revisit those picks we made last week. I think I mentioned this first per- parlay that I've got here. Uh, that was uh, Dern by submission, Brown on the money line, and Barcelos on the money line. That would be the, the main three fights on the main card. Putting those all together in a parlay, and then I got another parlay, might just rip. And that is uh, Yousef there. He's like minus 900 favorite, which is crazy. So you got to put him in a parlay. You're not making any money. So we got uh, Latifi in that parlay as well. And Jocko, all those guys on the money line. And then I was also thinking of doing a uh, single bet there on uh, the dog, Jesse Ronson. Canadian lad there. Got him on the money line too. 
And then all my other picks I'm going to put out on the uh, Box on Nux Instagram and Twitter there. And uh, any of those picks too, I mean, feel free to put them together in a parlay or put them on the money line, whatever you feel. But those two parlays I mentioned, that one single, that's what I'm going with. Uh, DK, I don't know if you had any picks for this upcoming weekend. I, you know what's funny is I almost like the uh, prelim card more than I like the main card. I think we <laughs> gave out a couple. I think we gave out a couple main card picks. I like uh, I like Jocko as well. I like Latifi over Olenek. I, I was saying a tie before the pod. It's always hilarious to me about the Alexi Olenek record of 60, 16, and 1. That former Crazy. KGB bastard just <laughs> yeah. fucking out. Fucking out <laughs> just out there fucking fighting. He's got to be like times. 44 years old or something too, eh? Like how old is that guy, I wonder? He's, he's 45. He's 45, 45 fighting Latifi who's 40. So it's like I'm picking Latifi, but that goes against everything I ever believe in and betting on the UFC. 40 versus 45. These guys should fight and then just walk to the back and never come out again. Um, <laughs> I, I I hate watching guys like that go. Um, Mackenzie Dern, twenty nine year old going up. I kind of like Dern. I think I said last week I like Randy Brown because Trinaldo's forty four. So I like Randy Brown. I like Sodiq Yusuf. Um, I like Barcelos over Trevin Jones. Yeah, I like those picks. But like you said, it's weird with the with the thing. There's going to be no fans in the stands. Like if we just and then Ty and I were talking pre pod. How funny would it be if Mark Zuckerberg's just like sitting there by himself, waiting for anybody? <laughs> He's just yeah. by himself, like doing the, the full spread on the seats. <laughs> Did you see his MMA videos? I guess he's fucking like right into it yeah. now. He's talking about a fucking yep. Joe Rogues. Like fucking He looks like he's dude. pretty good at it. You think? I think I could fucking fold that guy. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like he knew what he was doing for sure. I saw him hitting the pads and stuff, like kickboxing. Yeah, well, Patrick, like fucking... anybody could fucking know what they're doing. I... <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I've never seen him fight someone else, but it sure looked like he knows what he's know... doing kind of thing. Like he's Do you think you could it. drop him? I, I don't know. Maybe. I love I, have, I don't know. Not, like, what? how big is he? Like, I have no idea. Not that big. I doubt it. No. But I just love the confidence saying, you see this guy training MMA? I'd fuck him up. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's just unbelievable confidence, but I just love the seat. I, would, I love the seat. I want to hear what the listeners have to say. We should put this as a clip. I'm going to make this a Do clip. I want to know. Do you think you could fucking drop? <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. I'm not even oh, like God. for sure that that's the case. Like Dern came out and said he was going to be there renting out the whole thing. And then Dana White after said that's not true. So I got mixed messages of what's actually going on. But yeah, it would be absolutely How hilarious. How does Dern and, know? How does Dern well, know? Does she, she, she's fucking, uh, she's the she main event. Rela- so she must have some like inside information, right? Maybe, like, maybe she's got relationships with the Zucks. <laughs> That'd be a W for Zucks. Yeah. It would be, but I, I doubt it. I doubt that's the case. But I mean, she may. If it does come true, then maybe I'll think uh, twice about saying I doubt it because she seems to have some inside information that even Dana White's denying. But yeah, I, I have no idea what the hell's going on when it comes to that. But uh, as for the picks, the DK match, we pretty much agreed on all of them there, right? Like you said, yep. Dern, Brown, Barcelos, Yusuf, Latifi, Jotko. And I, I mentioned Jesse Ronson. There's one I don't think you mentioned in there, but he's Canadian. I always go with my Canadian, but they always shamble my parlays. So I fucking just kept him as a single. He is a dog. He's like plus 130 or something like that. So we'll, we'll, uh, definitely, uh, we'll definitely hope that he gets the win finally. I think last time he, he let me down there. But uh, that, that's it for the UFC picks there. And then we'll move on to uh, MLB here. And history was made in the MLB. Yankee slugger Aaron Judge tied Roger Maris's American League record for home runs in a season with 61. And no one even caught the ball, boys. The hell was that all about? <laughs> and then, and then also making history was uh, Albert Pujols. There hit two homers in the same game to get home run number six ninety nine and seven hundred against the Dodgers since our last podcast. And that was just absolutely exhilarating. We were watching that game uh, when we were in Discord there, me, Stu, and my buddy Cam there, and uh, we were we had the Olays going, the Ole Ole Ole. <laughs> it was electric, man. And uh, congrats to both baseball stars there. But I got to ask DK about that uh, Pujols one there. Plus oh 400, God, eh? Yeah, buddy. Plus 400. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo, I want to say before before you hear from DK, if you didn't see the fucking clip, I thought that thing had fucking viral potential, but fucking flopped. Who would have guessed? But fucking uh, that clip, if you didn't see it, we posted a clip of DK the night before. It was literally the Good night. The night, the <laughs> yeah. night Pujols hit 700. We were recording the last episode. We asked, what are the odds? DK was asked, what's the odds of Pools hitting 700 before the end of the, by the end of the season? He has about like 13 games left at the time. Uh, 
DK said, I don't know, like plus 400. And then I was like, I was like, I, I think he easily hits two in 13 games. Like, what do you mean in 13 games? Then he's like, ah, and then he started like giving excuses for, you know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, but this and then this, this could happen. But what about this? And then I said, watch him fucking tank two tonight. And all of this is just irrelevant. Exactly <laughs> and it was before the pod had even come out. And then yeah. what do we know? We're watching it in fucking, we're watching it in Discord a couple hours later. And then Pools, the Jacks. Jack fucking too. I just we so immediately cool. started fucking just r- ripping on DK. Uh, you're lucky <laughs> you were asleep, buddy. I was gonna go. I was gonna say I wake up in the morning and I see a clip post. I'm like, oh, Stewie <laughs> posted my fucking Jalen Hurts take, and then I look and I start watching it. I was like, uh oh. Like as soon as it's like pulls 400, I was like, uh oh, dude. I'm happy that at the end of the thing, I said, watch my plus 400 take be the stupidest take of all time. Like I showed some type of like. I because in the pod I was like I'm cheering for him I want it to happen here are the reasons why I think it doesn't and then fucking I'm just an absolute idiot it was one of maybe my worst takes of all time Uh, (laughs) it doesn't surprise me I talk so much and I put my foot in my mouth all the goddamn time so it doesn't surprise me but that was a tough morning waking up I got like seven texts from buddies being like ouch what a bad take (laughs) I know that's funny it's almost as bad yeah. as that Stutzel take earlier there. Hey. <laughs> I'm just messing. But then also, like, the Aaron Judge ball wasn't even caught there. That was unfortunate. Buddy on the, the Blue Jays fan was, like, not too far from catching it. He almost had it, and he, he would have had a nice uh, payday if he caught that one. Unfortunate. But, uh, like I said there, congrats to both baseball stars. And then uh, you mentioned a take there you made a couple weeks ago, DK, and that was about Jalen Hurts. So why don't we talk about some football here? and. Um, before I get to Jalen Hurts there, I'll start with uh, fantasy football and how the mighty have fallen. The Gamblers, my fantasy team there, they're no longer undefeated. Lost by 0.5 points to uh, Depression Valley there. I understand the name of that team now because that one hurt. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to run back re- rematch one of these days. I would have been 3-0 there if I had won, but I don't even care uh, if I'm 3-0. The only team I care about being 3-0 is the Philadelphia Eagles, baby. How about them? And uh, how about the NFC Player of the Month, this Jalen Hurts character? Might be the MVP of the year. Might just call out right now. What do you guys think about that take? Who's number one in fantasy? Who's the number one QB? I don't think it's Jalen Hurts. Lamar right Jackson. Now. Lamar oh, Jackson. So. And then who's number two? Is it Allen? I think Hurts uh, is three. It's, it's, I would say it's, I think it's Allen, and then I think it's Hurts, yeah. But they're all close. They've all, they've all been very good. Only uh, week three. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is pretty electric, man. Uh, Hurts for MVP. I'm putting money down de- right now. I definitely had a like a chance to take him and shit, and then I was like, yeah. I think you took him. Yeah, pretty I had early, a chance to take like, him too, and I was like, yep, snagging right. that. My guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's the only so. guy I wanted in the whole draft. <laughs> the only guy no, I knew I, in the whole draft too. I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's awesome. I was texting you guys in the group chat there last week and the week before. I'm like, this man is special like he he had a rushing touchdown against the vikings that was just unbelievable um he just uh, he just absolutely shredded the commanders last week he looks yeah, unbelievable. That there's no Smith. way to stop yeah dude there's no way to stop this philadelphia eagles offense so, like, on top of jalen hurts what are you gonna do you're gonna stop the jalen hurts run okay we're gonna throw it to aj brown and Devonte smith and dallas goddard okay you, you're gonna like now you're going to take away the throw. Jalen Hurts is going to gotcha you for fucking 70, 80 yards himself. And then all the running backs are going to do it. There's no way to stop this offense right now. It is good. I I literally, I called this on the pod too, before the season started. I said, take the Eagles to win the NFC East, even with a healthy Dak Prescott, take them to win the NFC East. It was plus 450 at the time. It's looking unbelievable right now. They're the best team in the NFC East by far, arguably the best team in the NFC. See, I was going to yeah. ask you um, if it's almost like a expected at this point that the Eagles win the NFC East. So clearly they are. Um, I think I heard that listening or watching the TV today. Um, but I was going to ask, were they the favorites at the start of the season? I, that was a question for you, DK. No. So the Cowboys with Dak Prescott were the favorite at the start of the season. And like I said, I think when I got them preseason, it was around plus 400. And then I think... When Dak got hurt, it went to like plus two because it was in week one. It went to like plus 200 or plus 180. And now they're the favorites by a long shot. Like they people just think that they're the best team, possibly the best team in the NFC. Um, 
I don't know, man. They're such a good team. Their defense is good. Their offense is good. Like I said, Jalen Hurts is is possibly having a breakout MVP type season. Um, the only thing that's going to stop him is maybe Lamar Jackson. And it's just, it's honestly, it's fun to watch. I, I don't hate the Eagles. I've always had a soft spot for the Eagles. Um, and I, <laughs> it's great to watch. I love, and I had the Jalen Hurts fantasy QB one take in week one. So I love to see that through and it to happen. Um, but yeah, so I love, I love those Eagles, man. I, I bet them every single week and they're covering the spread and everything except for week one, but they're covering the spread. They're winning ball games and it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's electric right now for the Super Bowl. They're plus 800. I might just have to hit that one up too. Let's go. <laughs> but, uh, I mentioned fantasy football there at the start. Uh, how are you guys feeling after week three going into week four? I think, uh, DK at this, mentioned at the start that he also fucking, Oh, that's right. We did mention you, but yeah, you guys both got fucking shafted. Um, yeah. I just suck my team. <laughs> Yo, you know what I realized too? The draft grades they give us at the start mean absolutely fucking yeah. zilch, buddy. That's because- what I said. I said I was like, those things are always so wrong. You're like, no, they look all right. It's like, no, they're they're wrong, dude. They're yeah, well, wrong. I was loving my team because because <laughs> I got the second best draft grade at a B plus. I'm now one and two. I got or Zeus got the best draft grade. He got an A minus best draft grade. He's zero and three. So yep. yeah, fucking shows you how he much they the know, A's. right? Yeah, yeah, shambles. But uh, I lost again. Uh, I'm one and two. My guys just aren't performing. It's my running backs. I drafted running backs in first and second round. And they're both more of the underwhelm two of the more underwhelming running backs, I'd say, correct, DK? Of like the elite running backs yep. in the game. Najee and, so and, and, and Kamara are both like two of the more disappointing ones through three weeks. Yeah, so far for sure. They're up there with Jonathan Taylor, who was the uh number one overall pick of the fantasy football league, and he's just kind of fucked wow. me two straight weeks in a row. And I don't know, boys, I honestly could say this. I don't know if I'm gonna get a win. I may go <laughs> I may go 0 and fifteen. I, I as soon as I got the first overall pick, I said, Well, you watch this, boys. I'm gonna finish last. And I and it's looking like I'm gonna finish last. It's just it's a tough scene for your boy over here. Heartbreaking loss. <laughs> fantasy. I got a bunch of guys going tonight. I got Tua going. I got T. Higgins going. I got Chase Edmonds going. So I gotta hope that something breaks my way in the Thursday night or I I come out to a fifty or sixty point lead and never look back this week, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. Dude, you even lost the six T D night? Or that week with Tua? That was the week I was playing Ty. I, I Tua had forty fucking points. Uh, Christian Kirk had twenty five, and I lost by thirty points. <laughs> like, Dude, like, going into Monday, I, I think uh, we were tied, and I still had two guys to to play going into that. And one mm-hmm. of them was Jalen Hurts, and he got like forty points as well. So, so yeah, who who that, who went crazy for you in the? Or did the rest of your team just do shit, DK? Like I'm wondering, like how Ty made up all those points? Oh, Cooper Cooper Cup, man, Cooper Cup oh, went yeah. off. Cooper yeah. Cup had. Jalen Hurts oh, yeah. went off. Team is I, fucking disgusting. Dude, now I, I know why, bro. I was defending my team when we made that post, like whose team is the best here. You post that on Instagram. You screenshotted all of us, and uh, I couldn't believe everybody wasn't saying my team. And then fucking <laughs> my buddy fucking Deepak said Ty's team, and I was like, no way, fuck. And then he's like, said by a mile, I think too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, just saw Jalen Hurts, and he's like by a fucking mile easily. Yeah, <laughs> and then now it turns out he's like totally right. So fucking hell, man. And then go. Uh, Depression Valley, who you lost to, Ty. I think both Buy of those wins. Fucking that, hair. Buy yeah, a hair. they I both had to be both had to be nail biters. They had to be <laughs> nail biters, dude, because he has the least points for in the Bucks on next league, and he's yeah. two and one. So I have no yeah, idea how that happens. Super close, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's who crazy. Fucking knows how that happens. That's the but. other Tyler too, eh? Fuck, it was Tyler versus Tyler. That's why we yeah. need to run it back. Best two out of three. Let's go. Run it back, <laughs> Turbo. We- Dude, will it happen where we meet again at the end of the season? Like, there's 14 teams in what 16 weeks, so we'll yeah, face so the first first two weeks again. So I'll playing face... everybody twice, and you're playing one guy. Oh, yeah, you're playing everybody right. twice. I think. Yeah, I think you're playing everybody okay. twice. Let's fucking Basically. go, buddy. I'll get them next time. I'll get them next time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's all of our topics, lads. Unless you had any final thoughts, we can wrap it up. I know we got a football game starting here. Or actually, it already started, so you probably want to get. Get to the TVs for that. Any final thoughts? I do have NFL picks. Right. Because oh, yeah. Be- no, but because it's Thursday, 
I can hold off on the NFL picks if you boys fucking want to wrap this up because we are probably you, running a little Can you quick long. fire them? Can you quick fire? Like, uh, just no explanation. Of course, quick fire of course I can fire. quick fire these bitches. Philadelphia Eagles minus six and a half. You just love to see the boys keep winning and keep covering spreads. The Los Angeles Chargers minus five. Justin Herbert just a little bit healthier. I think they cover the number against a shitty Houston Texans team. I got the, uh, I got one more pick. The Chiefs as dogs. Dogs. I just got an x-ray back from the Chiefs locker room. They got that dog in them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Those are the three picks. Mark them down. They're going to be... We're going to track them. I think I'm 7-6 and six overall in these picks right now. Those are my closing thoughts for the pod. Those three picks. Let's go. They got the dog in them. I think that's <laughs> it then right there. We'll get get to the TVs, watch some football. That's a wrap for episode 22 of Bucks on Nucks. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, keep an eye out for our gambling picks on those social media pages. And drop a five-star review down for the podcast if you're enjoying it. Check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. And if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, get at it. <laughs>